Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Good morning, Stroker boys and Stroker girls. It is Mistress Lilith here with the lovely Dr. Kira. Today on Kink and Coffee, we are going to be diving into one of my favorite lifestyles and kinks, the adult, sissy baby, adult baby, diaper lovers, ABDL. We're just going to discuss ABDL, some of the ins and outs of it, and you can read all about my musings as an Abby mommy on Mommy Mistress. Just a reminder, this show is for those that are 18 or older, 21 in some jurisdictions, and those that are genuinely curious about kink. (laughs) So grab your coffee, grab your kink, and settle in for a ride. So, Mistress Lilith, give me a little education about this. What is it, ABDL? ABDL stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lover. Um, I will say this right away. I need to inject this everywhere, and it's on my blog, too. ABDL is not pedophilia. I don't do those types of calls. I don't encourage those types of calls. While I stand by the whole what happens between you know, consenting age adults is none of anybody else's business, That's just not my area. I'm not going to do it. Being an adult baby is completely different. And it's just one of those kinks, one of those, well, it's one of those kinks that number one is almost always lifestyle. They wear it and they live it a lot more often than not. And it's one of those that you almost, you either get it or you don't. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's some that are just completely appalled by it. And even if you go to places like FetLife and, you know, you're in the area for people of actual fetish lifestyles, the ABDL community is sometimes still shunned. People still shy away from it because they just don't get it. They think that they just want to be babies. And sometimes there is that aspect. But guess what? Sometimes they want to be baby, but there's actually no sexual gratification involved in it at all. I've done several calls where it's, no kidding, toddler time, (laughs) playing with Cheerios and watching TV and diaper changes and cooing. And I love my sissy babies simply because I get to add in the little tea parties and dress them up like little princesses. And they've got some adorable outfits out there (laughs) and little plastic pants for the diapers and So these are actually adult males who like to be in diapers. Yes, these ones are. I did for a while actually have a diaper girl that was very similar to the diaper boys. Now those listening, do not contact me to get a hold of her. It's not how that works. (laughs) 
it's almost that what is it <laughs> doctor client privilege kind of and well it's not a HIPAA violation some dirty secrets will always stay with me and I'm not going to pass along that information See, I always but. thought that this adult baby thing was <laughs> geriatric people who are wearing Depends. I guess I have Some of them do. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them do. Some of them have, um, like, no kidding, medical bladder control issues that force them into diapers. And now there's a portion that will wear the Depends. Yeah. But the ones that call me actually go out and they'll go to, what is it, like ABU diapers and Bambinos, and they'll buy the adult baby diapers. It's not depends. They actually don't want them to look like underwear. They want them to look like diapers, and the thicker the better. So, <laughs> And do they actually, like, pee in their diapers? Oh, yes. They do. They pee in them. Some of them will make a number two in them. Some will do what I say, what I uh, refer to as the <laughs> dirty diaper trifecta. Where oh, what's they that? Make, where they tinkle in their diaper, where they'll make a stinky in their diaper. And, well, these ones, they're just adults that happen to love their diapers. And so sometimes they're allowed to make cummies in those diapers. And that all goes underneath diaper punishment, diaper humiliation, diaper training. Because you can be a diaper lover but not have any interest in being a sissy baby. Or an adult baby for that matter. Wow, there's a lot of dynamics to this fetish. Yes. Hmm. And it sounds like you've become an expert in this fetish. I have been. <laughs> now, I know there's, you know, platforms out there that just don't allow it. But I only follow the rules that I make myself. So during phone or cam-to-cam sessions, all bets are off. With that said, you might find me speaking in, um, what is it, going around the bush a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, beating around the bush. Yeah, when it comes to written. Or is that beating around the diaper? Yeah, well, (laughs) beating around the bushy diaper for some. (laughs) Okay, now what is your site again? Mommymistress.com. And it's fun. It's I think it's a fun lifestyle. It's a fun fetish. I do everything from, like, diaper dares where I'll send them a dare every day. And that one, you know, I don't want to say it's generic, but they don't – the whole point of a diaper dare, because some will get a hold of me and say, well, they don't want this, that, or the other thing. Well, that goes against a diaper dare. If you want a specific email training, that's fine. A diaper dare, you get what I send you, period. If you're one that – doesn't like to tinkle in your diapers, tough shit, you're probably going to get a dare that does that. Depending on how long you've been doing the dares will depend on how tough they can get. Now, I never involve, like, innocent people 
you know, it's not, we're just not going to mess with the general public and bring our lifestyles to them, even though there is, there are tests that I'll give you that is exposing in nature, you know, walking around with your diaper hanging out of the top of your pants and your shirt tucked in the back or, you know, making a complete and total fool of yourself by tripping up at the airport and dropping your diaper bag and all your diapers just scatter everywhere. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This is such a complex fetish. Now, what are Abby's? Abby's. That's just, that's kind of a cutesy name for adults babies and diaper lovers although many times when i'm saying abbies i am almost blanketing adult babies because you you can be a diaper lover without wanting the baby attached but you can't be an adult baby or sissy baby without the diapers (laughs) if you try to come at me with that that's going to be a big old (laughs) no-no okay sissy baby julie because I'm on your blog, and she seems to be an honor roll sissy baby. Oh, my goodness. She made a big duty filling her diaper, and she danced and twirled. She, I would almost call her my porcelain doll sissy baby. She is the cutest thing when she gets all dressed up. And she should be getting dressed up now. Where, where? okay, I have another question. I'm looking on your blog here, and I see several pictures of her dressed up. Where do these clothes come from? Um, I mean, they go to eBay. They will find them on Etsy. Etsy is really super popular. Um, some of them will actually make their own because it's so... It's it's more of a lifestyle than just a kink, right? I mean, we get stroker boys that call in and just want to be denied or have their masturbation guided. But this one is so, there's so much more to it. Yes, very complex. I can see that. Very, very complex. And now you do cam-to-cam session with them? Uh-huh. And so they actually dress up and get on cam for you. Oh yeah. And for the diaper lovers, they they are pretty entertaining. <laughs> I see that. I see that I have they one. Be very entertaining. I have one that gets dressed up and the rule is is that you put your diaper on and when we're about to have our session you say, I'm all diapered mommy, can we begin? And that's, you know, how we begin. And you have to send me picture proof that you're wearing your diaper, not some stock photos. I did get on to somebody for using some stock photo. <laughs> oh. Um, yes. And then and then we begin. And I have one that likes to he's, – he's my bubble butt diaper boy. He likes to put on music and and dress in the diaper and dance around for me. Now, he just wears the onesies. He has a, he's to see baby uh, Stacy. We we actually voted that on that on Twitter, but I'm not sure that he's actually a sissy baby. I think he likes the sissy name, but I I still think he's just an adult baby. Now, do they um, do they go work with their diapers on and things like that? Some of them do. Okay. Some of them do. My um. Sissy Baby Katie actually started out 
terrified to wear diapers at work and would actually just wear the Depends because you can often hide those underneath your pants. But now she wears her diapers everywhere, and I always hear the cutest little sound when she calls because she's got a very faint, cutesy little voice. And so you could be sitting in an office next to one of these adult sissy babies and not even know it. Oh, yeah. I actually think that many of them just like, you know, we get boys that say, oh, I'm just submissive and I want you to take complete and total control. Well, honestly, being a sissy baby and being in diapers, that's kind of like the ultimate form of submission. And I say that because no alpha male wants to be caught dead in some type of diaper, and yet so many of them will have these high-stress, high-power jobs that they need that mothering later on. They need to just be able to almost lay back and be taken care of for a change instead of taking care of everyone else. And then some are always submissive in nature. I mean, it's like you said, it is very complex, and it's not, There's no such thing as one-size-fits-all. Wow. This is really educational. And you will actually (laughs) do real-time sessions with these babies. I do. I do. It's You know, when I'm back at home, it's a little bit more difficult because, like I said, the kink community is a little backward sometimes with the adult babies and diaper boys, but... You know, that's why I have the three-cam session rule. I do not break that ever. You know, some will get upset and say, well, I love our connection. Well, I I'm I still have to be sure, and there are certain reasons that I have my rules in place. And if you don't follow them, then you don't get through anything, and you can just serve me online, and that's fine, too. But I so actually you give them many ones. options. Yes. Well, and I actually met a couple of them at a sissy gathering in um, in Las Vegas. It was just like a little sissy get-together for a fetish ball, which is generally held around, um, around Halloween. And that was when I met my first sissy baby and just kind of attached to him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a... Uh, I don't know, what is it, a maternal instinct or something? I don't really know. You know, my interest in me. Yeah. Nurturing something like that? Very nurturing, but I can also be very strict. But you have to know, me and my style, to know which side you're about to get. Like, you know, there was a naughty boy earlier today that didn't do what they were supposed to do. So is currently receiving a very strong tongue lashing. You know, I've got another one that just recently got ungrounded, <laughs> so was allowed to train with me again because, sissy babies, I know that you all require a certain level of intensity, <laughs> but you still don't get to be higher maintenance than me at all. I would have to say, yes, this fetish is um, very um, highly intense, isn't it? Yes, 
Well, I've got ones that, you know, they just tinkle every so often, but I put them on a unpotty training program. So they're unpotty trained. And they wet their diapers and they wet the bed. But you have to be pretty committed because you do have to be in diapers 24-7. Now, do these sissy diaper babies have relationships with people? Because obviously if they're living that lifestyle, if you go into their home, they're going to have quite a bit of paraphernalia around, like rubber sheets on the bed mm-hmm. um, and diapers stacked and baby clothes. Like, wouldn't they have to be up front with somebody they want to be in a relationship with as to their lifestyle? Or do some of them actually try to conceal this and date and then go back to this? Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Think, Balancing yeah. Different, yeah, two different lives. This one is a progressive type of lifestyle kink and fetish. You know, it's not a it's not one that they can just remain the same all the time. Eventually they're gonna wanna dig a little bit deeper or take it a little bit further. So I do have a few that are actually in committed relationships. Um, there's a handful out there that they're in a committed relationship. Their wife actually knows about me because she doesn't want to deal with it, so she gives them to me. It's almost like I'm a nanny at that point, right? <laughs> okay, wait a minute. You said they're actually, so some of them are actually married. Yes. There's quite a few of them that are. Interesting. Navigating the dating world is quite a bit harder. Um, I mean, navigating the dating world is hard anyway, but you can't exactly go to a first date and be like, oh, by the way, I'm sitting here in a puddle of my own mess. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) That's why I was curious because, I mean, in my years of practice as a therapist, I have not encountered anyone with this ABDL you know, fetish, addiction, um, however you want to term it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm really getting a really good lesson on this from you. <laughs> They're a lot of fun, and I can say that that's, they are a pretty big majority when it comes to my ongoing training. You know, um my little dancing diaper butt will be practice or practicing. We'll be <laughs> celebrating our what is it, one year anniversary in December, because we do little birthdays. And I consider from the time they start training with me their quote unquote birthday, you know, and they regress and they'll become younger. Hypnosis is really super popular with this particular lifestyle, and my clips for sale site has quite a few. ABDL-based, diaper-based hypnosis files from embracing the diaper to wanting to wear the diaper. Of course, there is the aspect of diaper humiliation and just a reminder that at some point you chose pampers over pussy, you know, because some relationships (laughs) have been destroyed because they chose pampers over pussy. And the wife would say, 
it's either me or these diapers. Well, they can no longer control their bladders. They have to wear the diapers. They could go to the doctor, but the doctor's simply going to tell them to wear the Depends until they're until they tighten it back up, so to speak. So at some point, they just don't want to do that anymore. And becoming a diaper wearer is the next best thing. And then you have to learn to embrace it. And I think that's where some of my diaper lovers come in. So, like, what percentage of the majority of kinksters out there, would you say, are into this fetish? I think there's a lot more out there than what they lead on. Because I've got a caller that's (laughs) an addict, right? (laughs) We do poppers and hypnosis and, you know, cock-sucking and all this other stuff. And then it just, he hits me one day with, do you want me to wear a diaper today, Mommy? And I go, oh, absolutely. (laughs) You know, and then we change it up a little bit. So would you say that 25% of Um, the um, kink population has this diaper fetish fantasy addiction going on? I think it's one of those that there's probably more curious about it than anything else. But 25-30%, I would say, is a good number. You know, but because people often attach it to pedophilia and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. they're so much quieter about it. They don't want to say what it is. But I look at it as they're just, well, for the the alpha-type personalities, um, they're just tired of the bullshit and want somebody else to take charge for a while. And for the sissies, you know, well, they've always wanted to be taken care of. <laughs> wow, this has been a real education on this. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting lifestyle, and there's always, always something new. Like, you would never find me pigeonholing any type of Abby out there because they're, they've all got their own little kinks and quirks. And it's interesting because in this particular lifestyle, it's not like they woke up sometime in their mid-30s and decided to put a diaper on. Many of them started this way before the age of consent. We're talking teen years and sometimes earlier. Okay. And they've just kept it a secret, obviously. Some of them did. Some of them actually have stories of... They had older sisters that would play dress up with them, and they just never stopped dressing up, I guess. Um, You know, there's some that may actually be taking a traumatic event in their life and turning it around into something that's fun and fetishy and naughty and kinky. You know, we know that. We know that backstory to a few of our (laughs) boys and girls out there, but... Yes, we do. Still, my curiosity is, how is all this stuff hidden? Oh, yeah. I don't know, because there's some that actually um, build their own cribs. You know, they've got blueprints and stuff everywhere, or they, no kidding, when it's dinner time, they eat out of a high chair that they've built themselves. I mean, this is big furniture that would take over a living space. Absolutely. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, okay, so is behind that room with the locked door a huge adult-sized crib? Is there, you know, a big high chair that you wheel out? Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. that would be interesting. It is interesting, and it's interesting to pick their minds a little bit and get past the, you know, past some of those barriers and kind of get a little personal with it. And I think that's something that my Abbies enjoy, the personal touch and the understanding that they require a little bit more than just your average pink lover. Yeah. To me, it would be a little bit too labor-intensive to have a relationship with It can be. And that's why I say, you know, I've I've got very strict rules because, yes, I do charge for my time. And, well, my Abbeys are very special to me. They get just as much time as anyone else. Now, if you've got a fantastic personality, because there's a few that I've gotten on to because they've got the personality of a wet mop, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's that's some of the colors in general. If you don't have kind of a fun-loving personality, it's probably not going to work. And if you come at me saying, oh, I need you to force me into diapers, how do you know I'm really doing it? Wait, 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 but how do you really know? You know, they continue asking how I really know. I'll give and you And they want to be passive-aggressive with you then. Yes. If you're passive-aggressive with me, I will boot your ass and you will not be allowed to come back and serve me. And, well, that's or kind of like with any... Um, no, that's yeah, kind of like with any caller with me. This passive aggressive stuff does not work. Yeah. And if you can't speak and communicate, and you have the personality, as you call it, of a wet mop, um, <laughs> there's a block button, and I use it quite frequently. And because I just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in my practice, I'm selective with patients that. I take, and there's a, you know, I've heard a lot of controversy on that. Well, if somebody's looking for, you know, a therapist and help, how do you, you know, how do you justify turning them away? Simple, because if I don't feel I can be beneficial to that person, there's no reason for them to see me. Absolutely. Well, and it goes further than that. I mean, if you've got somebody that's a drain on your energy, then... right. Not only are you done with their session, but you're done the rest of the day. And I think the rest of the clients deserve the best that we can put forward. So if that means we have to say goodbye to one because they can't comply with us. Right. Then you know, I, they can I do that, on. yes, in my professional and my um, little kink world. We have, to, exactly. we have to part. It's very simple. Yeah. So, you know, and... Another thing, too, is, is if you go to my site, I've actually got a couple of different, like, program-based things that I put them on. And I actually do have an ABDL contract that I only ever allow a max of five because that one is very intense. You know, they've actually got a personal number to get a hold of me by if it's an emergency. There are daycare times. There are play times. There are strict rules that they have to abide by. You know, it's the reason that I charge such a such a high startup fee um, to begin with because I write out the contract myself. And it's like four to six pages. And it's based on a questionnaire that I send them. But again, I'm not going to just waste my time. I used to. 
I used to just send it to whomever asked, but I can't, I'm not going to do more than five because they all deserve my, well, almost undivided attention. You know, they, right. these ones are very intense. I check up on them daily. They have a daily diaper log that they have to fill out. They've got a diaper diary that they have to fill out and I go in and check and they have assignments that they have to do and I go in and check or random times of the day that I'm doing a diaper check and they have to comply with that. I mean, that's pretty intensive, but it's not, um, <laughs> it, it's not a cheap program. Well, I can see mm-hmm. why, because you would definitely want to weed out the people that are serious um, from the ones that are non-serious, and mm-hmm. I mean, I feel that way um, when I deal with financial domination. If it's just a fantasy, move on, because, you know, I'm there for one reason and one reason only. You're going to pay to play, and if it's only a fantasy, then, you know, you don't have the money to pay to play, mm-hmm. and I have no interest. Well, so I don't there- yeah, I don't do the fantasy financial, and it sounds like you just don't want fantasy babies either. You're you want committed um, ABDL clients. Well, for that one, I mean, if you're a fantasy baby, you know, one and done session, right? But there's not a whole lot of this messaging back and forth, right? No, you you come in, we play, you leave like a babysitting service almost. Right, like daycare. This is your time. Okay, time's up. Yeah, I mean, and and those are fine. But this one, to the point that I've actually, because it goes back into that passive-aggressive, there are quite a few Abbeys out there that do have a more passive-aggressive type attitude. And it's okay, I get it. I get that it's a little bit of a quirk, but you need to get that shit under control. (laughs) So... I require, you know, a three-session meeting with them, too, to make sure that our personalities work out. Because if, right. our, if our personality, if there's no connection, if our personalities don't work out, it's not going to happen. Don't take it personally. I've only got five slots, and these contracts start at a minimum of three months. So you have to be able to deal with it for a minimum of three months. Well, that makes sense. It sounds like, you know, um, you invest a lot of time into mm-hmm. this. And so, yeah, you have to have a return on your investment. Right. Yeah. Because mommy does love what she does. But I've also learned to capitalize on it, and I absolutely do. Well, I yes, I would have to agree with you. Um, you definitely should capitalize on it because it, that fetish that you're getting into, like you said, is not just one and done. Um, you put a lot of work into it. I do, and I understand it. And there's, you know, it's it's a real thing for me. It's not just fantasy. Right. A lot more than that. I mean, yeah, it can be fetish for some. It could just be a kink for others. But for many of the ones that I talk to and deal with, it's it's lifestyle. It's their everyday, and they're just 
meeting somebody that understands it and is willing to play with it and not shy away from some of the more taboo topics like, you know, shitting in your diaper. (laughs) Right, exactly. Wow, this has been a real education today. There's still a lot more information for (laughs) the ABDL community out there. And it it goes into it. It gets a lot deeper and there's many more aspects, you know, maybe... Later on as we're recording, we'll revisit and just dive into specifics, you know, like specifically sissy babies, specifically adult babies, specifically diaper lovers or diaper humiliation or, you know, (laughs) everything in between. Yes, it sounds like that there's enough material for that to do many more educational ABDL podcasts. And if you're an ABDL that would like to be interviewed, you can contact me through my site at mommymistress.com. Anything else you'd like to add, Dr. Kira? No, I want I want to thank you for, you know, coming up with this podcast. There's a lot of valuable information that was put out there, and there was a lot that I learned from this session. So... It'll be a very interesting podcast for many to listen to. That's right. So until next time, kink lovers, enjoy your coffee and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.